tonight's episode will be dedicated to the memory of Heather Hare. Your spirit will always live on in all of us. And may you forever rest in peace. This is a Joe Mo Studios presentation. Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, and I am mad at a whole bunch of you motherfuckers. Yes, I am starting this bitch straight from the goddamn hip. I'm pissed off. How, da- how dare you? This, it is, you know, it's one thing to live in a world simply trying to tolerate a motherfucker, okay? Yes, I might say motherfucker 18 times this episode, so your asses better get ready and be sick because we on the motherfucking road. Let's go. I got blessings raining down on me right now, man. Amazing things going on in the Jomo camp, man. We got the new production company coming up, man. We got picked up by iHeartRadio today, man. We got motherfucking a big-ass fucking show coming up in November 3rd through the 5th. And I'm getting my ass back on stage next week. We got big things moving over here in this camp. Tell me why in the fuck in 2017 I'm having to step away from my big things. Trying to have to step away... To, to not be able to be funny on this damn show. Because I got to sit here and chastise stupid motherfuckers. That think it's okay to go out in the street and express your motherfucking opinions. Over what in the fuck you think. The whole time you ain't using your brain for none of this goddamn concepts and shit. How the hell do you expect screaming at each other in the middle of the street. in a hot ass day in fucking Virginia is going to get something progress. And get something done proper. I know what you motherfuckers did get done though. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Top of the hour. Oh, yes. I'm here today. I ain't here for me. I ain't here for my babies. I ain't here for my wife. I ain't here for my family. I ain't here for my friends. I ain't here for not a nigga that's never known me, touched my hands, been around me, a bitch never sucked my dick, anything like that. Nothing, nobody. That is not why I'm here today. I am here for one reason. A life was taken off this planet for simple fucking stupidity and hatred. Ladies and gentlemen, I shall not let that shit stand. And anybody that said that Joe Moffat was going to sit back and not let this shit, was going to let this shit stand, you got life and bullshit fucked up and confused. If you really thought I was going to let this shit slide, baby, you better check the other 91 motherfucking episodes and realize what goddamn iHeartRadio know. I ain't letting shit go. Oh, no, 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 boo-boos. 
You want to go out in the street and act a fool. Mm-hmm. My mama taught me years ago when I was a little boy that when we got problems in this in, in, in behind these doors in our house in this establishment, we handle our problems in the house. You got a problem in this house, you handle it in this house. You don't put my motherfucking business out in the motherfucking street for other motherfuckers to hear what they said. This is my mother talking to me, y'all. I'm dead fucking serious. And she meant this shit. Mind you. And, for, and I know the first thing somebody gonna say, well, well, God, gosh, golly, Joe, what was going on in your house? Shut the fuck up. Nothing that your ass need to concern yourself about to that situation. Thank you very much. I give my mama a whole lot of hell, but she did everything she could to keep a goddamn food over, uh, food on our tables, a roof over our head, and drawers on our ass. And out of the one goddamn thing she respected to do, and I'm gonna tell you why she, I'm gonna tell you why she respected me to do this, and and, and let me tell you what happened. Okay, I, I I'll give y'all a bone. You, you half your asses don't deserve no goddamn comedy. Sit the shut the fuck up. Sit down. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna give you this one fucking story. You simple bastard. Yes, I'm mad at all you motherfuckers. Everybody, I don't give a damn how much you love respect me. Hi everybody. Y'all can kiss my ass. I'm mad at you today. We done lost a goddamn life in these streets for absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. What was they out there for? A statue? Huh? A statue. That's been there for years, ain't never had no business being there in the first damn place. But yet all the slaves on both sides left all of their private encampments and came out in the street and thought that they needed to have a motherfucking uprising. Just to simply show at the end of the day how fucking stupid Americans are to have that shit blasted all over the motherfucking planet. My mama told me a long time ago, if we got a problem in this motherfucking house, you keep it in this motherfucking house. You bring it to me. See, we had a problem. Here in the house. The house is the U.S. See, if we got a problem in this house, we need to go somewhere, set our asses down, talk about it, negotiate it, and be motherfucking people. Because let me let you in on a little secret, bitch. If it was about your money, if them motherfuckers knew it was about a paycheck, they wouldn't have been in that damn street. They'd have been in an office somewhere. They'd have been on the phone somewhere. They wouldn't have been sitting there doing stupid shit, carrying fucking tiki torches up the Tiki torches. Who the fuck fucks with tiki torches? I know that's fucking with you because I keep seeing tiki torches, but that's all I can think of because when you think about it, it's like, oh my God, that's so cute. You have tiki torches in your backyard. That's what white bitches say when they show up to goddamn cookouts. You got tiki torches in your backyard. Oh, that is so delightful. You have tiki torches in your backyard. These retarded motherfuckers thought they needed to go out and get tiki torches and run their monkey asses up the street trying to scare somebody. Only goddamn thing they really scared was what? Some mosquitoes, a few flies. What? What? Thank you for the centronella. We... Was getting towed up by these fucking bugs. We appreciate you guys coming through. And then what they start doing? White power. <laughs> Let me tell you, stupid motherfucker, something. There is no such thing. Black power, sit your nigga ass down. I'm coming for you next. There is no white power. There is no black power. We live in a fucking country where you stupid motherfuckers still don't understand that the only motherfucking color matter is the motherfucker green.
That's it. That's all she wrote. Green. That's it. Money. Chips. Cheddar. Cheese. That's what it's all about. We got to get that motherfucking cream because cash rules everything around me, baby. But no, 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 no. We can't go in the street and have a conversation on what we can do to help our children advance and go further in life. Oh, hell no. No, we ain't got time for that shit. We got to go argue about a motherfucking statue. We can't go figure out why the hell our motherfucking president is wanting to put a bitch over the Department of Education and this bitch is retarded. How the fuck you going to put somebody with mental incapacities in, in charge of children? If we are believing in our children being the future right now, our future is fucked because these kids ain't got a chance, clue, or idea. Because we got stupid motherfuckers out here that want to use freedom of speech as a crutch for hatred. But I'm going to take some step backs real quick because once I see it, I'm still, the reason why I'm pissed at y'all is because you don't take our motherfucking business and put it out in the streets. You take your ass somewhere. You sit down and you be common people. You take a piece of motherfucking paper, write down what you think is wrong, put that shit in a goddamn basket, and we pull that shit out until we get down to the last motherfucking one and every goddamn solution is made. But no. Y'all ain't got the good goddamn sense to come up with that on your motherfucking own, do you? I got to step away from big things popping, bullshit stopping for this shit. You know what this like? This like your time, that time when you fucked up at school because you thought it was a smart idea to tell your teacher that you don't think that bitch know how to do her job. And you sitting there waiting patiently for your daddy to get home. Because you know he going to fuck you up. Daddy's here, bitch. This the one y'all been waiting on. Mm-mm. See, y'all ain't heard her ass whooping yet. <laughs> See, everybody else been, I always have to practice love and understanding. And other side, I'm happy to be a dumbass redneck that don't like people that I don't even know and ain't never met and don't know how great and wonderful they could be could help my sorry ass not be a worthless piece of shit. Or the other motherfuckers, we hate, we hate those redneck motherfuckers because all they want to do is just, dah, 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 dah. shut the fuck up. All of you. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Daddy got some goddamn lessons again for that ass. I am tired of having to go over the same goddamn bullshit all over again. You sit your ass down in a room. You write down your problems. You talk. You be average, normal fucking people. What the fuck did we do? Showed ourselves to be animals. Portrayed ourselves as niggas. Every one of y'all, niggas. Shame. I was living with my mama when I was 12 years old. And as anyone knows, if you have a child or divorce or breakup, so, you know, parents are both sluts and they just fucked around and made a baby and decided to take care of it together. Uh, you know, also known as a bastard. Uh, yes, I'm Joe Snow. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously. Um, I went down to my dad's house one weekend and I may have told the story before. Fuck you. I'm gonna tell it again. Cause it may, it's relevant, relevant right now. Okay. <laughs> but when I went down to Houston, um, 
my dad was hounding the fuck out of me. And he was hounding me because he was wanting me to tell him my mother's personal affairs. Now, for those who don't understand what I mean, basically he was asking about the niggas my mama was fucking with. And he was wanting me to be a snitch on my mom. He was trying to, you know, trying to get into her game through me. And I, at the time, didn't really understand what was going on. I'm just like, oh, daddy, you're, you know, I don't know. Shit, uh, shut up. Whatever, give me candy and, like, pay attention to me. And, like, you know, that that was my point. You know, I was kind of like my kiddo the way my kiddo is when he comes see me. You know, I was that reflection. You feel me? And so, nonetheless, he kept hounding me and hounding me and hounding me. And finally, I was like... Yeah, you know, you know, Mr. Johnny and, and, and I think this one nigga Leroy and, and, and Bobby, I don't know, shit, that's it, you know, Tony, Leroy, and Bobby, I don't, uh, shit, I don't know, I, I don't even know if I remember I said the names, names right, I just threw out some damn names, well, no, it was bullshit, I did say the names verbatim, nigga, I got, like, for real, I used to have a real bad problem listening to shit that I shouldn't have listened to as a kid, and you understand the lessons once again, now, it was my freedom of speech, to tell my father this information. It was my freedom of speech to relay my mother's personal affairs to my father. It was a freedom of speech. I didn't sign no paperwork. I didn't sign no disclosure saying I will not talk shit uh, or say things that happen in this house uh, forever your son. I never signed no shit like that. All right? I didn't really understand the true rule of what was going on. I was 12. You know, I really didn't give a fuck. You know, I was I was like a I was a couple of months from finding myself and really not giving a fuck. Shit, I didn't once I found myself. <laughs> if you thought I give a damn about anybody that anything anybody said from like five thirty in the evening to ten thirty at night, I really fucking didn't. I was trying to find a corner somewhere to jack the fuck off. That's God honest truth. If I wasn't rubbing one out, I was sleep. Or at school trying to function as a normal fucking human being, not thinking about sex. <laughs> Shit. That's the God out of goddamn truth. I was 12. So, uh, Pop take me to the bus station, give me a little cash, let me play a little video games at the at the thing, wait with the bus with me, and we hanging out, you know. He give me a hug, put me on the bus, I'm heading home. Beautiful day in Houston. Bright sunny skies, nice temperature, real great day. You know, just to be outside and fly a cow, smoke a joint, fuck a bitch, whatever. <laughs> so, for those that know anything about Texas and, and driving around and, and heading towards, uh, excuse me, uh, Central Texas, uh, when you're driving up 290, shout out to B Rob, he met me off of 290 when we was in Houston, so I could take that nigga his hat. <laughs> But uh, I ain't mad at you, actually, fam. You, you, everybody on my look. Everybody on my team know I'm not mad at them. Everybody on my, you know, there's people that I'm not mad at that that know and have spoke to me over the last week. They know who the fuck I'm talking to, though. If I had spoken to you in the last week, there's a good chance I'm not mad at your ass. Everybody else, dun dun dun. But anywho. So we drive, I'm on the bus, we're heading up 290, we're about to hit the 16th, uh, we're about to hit the Highway 6 split to head towards College Station. So I'm driving, we're in the, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm riding on the bus, got my headphones on, la, 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 I think I was, I wanna sex you up, hell yeah, little 12-year-old kid back there singing this shit in front of a bus full of goddamn, uh, a bus full of fucking adults, shit, I ain't give a shit, man. Up until we drive up. Woo! I'm gonna sex you up. 
Yeah. We hit Highway 6, nigga, and hit that goddamn right. Oh, my God. Dude, it was like pulling into a fucking horror movie. We're still on the highway. We ain't pulled over yet, okay? We get the... We get... <laughs> when we turn on the road, all I see is darkness. Like, the, the entire area is covered in darkness. But the darkness was, like, moving with us... <laughs> As we were going in the brine. Because when I say that, I say that we stopped in Navasota. I swear to God, I saw sunlight and shade, like, split. You know what I'm talking about? You ever seen that shit before? It's been, like, raining on one side of the street, sunny on the other side of the street. It was one of them kind of mixtures. Where it was, like, pitch black, frightening shit. And then, you know, the, the cast of Barney was waiting on your ass to come outside and play. You feel me? It was, like, real fucked up witchcraft type fucking shit. We get back on the bus... We pull in the brine. Take that back. We pull through College Station. Lightning start dropping and shit. Wind start blowing. This motherfucking shit start getting real goddamn bad. Rain start coming down. I'm getting nervous. I don't know what the fuck going on, right? I get to the bus station. My sister's standing out there waiting on me. She laughing her ass off. I'm like, what's up, man? You know, happy to see my sister. She was like, nah, nigga. You stay over there. Mm -mm. I was like, Fuck you mean still? I gotta get in the car. And you riding the back seat. This bitch maybe riding the back seat. I'm okay. Hey, shit. You don't show for me around, bitch. I'm not going to complain. Hey, you know, shit. <laughs> it's high class living. I hadn't rode in the back seat of the car in a while that I wasn't in either in trouble or just being treated as a kid. But so she put me in the back seat. So I was like, so what's going on, man? You been gone a couple days? What's happening, big sis? She tell me, you know your ass in trouble, right? Like, oh shit. Then the storm clouds, clouds really started getting dark, mainly because they was following my ass. All of it, everything around me was sunny. I could see from like a half a mile away and kids were outside playing at a park, having fun. But the car that I was in and like the four or five motherfuckers and cars around us were all under this big ass thundercloud. And this damn cloud was following me to the house. But I was still trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And I, so I asked my sister, say, what the fuck, what, uh, what I do? I just got here. What the fuck you mean I'm in trouble? Did you snitch on me for some shit, nigga? No, 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 no. This, this motherfucker was having fun with me, y'all. I I'm sitting here nervous because I knew my mama belt had a and she had a itchy trigger finger with a motherfucking belt. I really didn't know what the fuck I had done. Tiffany say, "You know you shouldn't have been down there talking shit to your daddy, right?" I was like, "Oh my." Fucking God. This nigga. And if you ever hear me tell this story, you listen to this episode, Pop, you know good and fucking hell well I'm talking about it. We talked about it last time I was in Houston and I almost started crying because this shit hurt you, bastard. But, <laughs> love you, Pop. Uh, no. My son, this nigga then went and told my mama every motherfucking thing I said. Then the nigga started adding shit. Oh, yeah. He said he can hear you screaming, yes, daddy, ride that dick all through the wall. I was like, you motherfucker, I never said no shit like that. Oh, no, no. It don't give a no, 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 no. Once that shit hit the table, it was no pulling it back. 
And it damn sure wasn't no defending my dumb ass trying to get out of this situation. I thought for a second, we ain't got childproof locks on this doze. I can roll the fuck out and make it on my own. Y'all niggas really don't understand how fast, how soon the Joe Moffat show is about to start with my dumb ass at 12 years old. Because that would have been the only hustle I had was trying to figure out how to talk shit. <laughs> to get my ass somewhere in this motherfucking life at 12 motherfucking years old. But I stayed in the car. I was like, you know, nervous. I started, I probably started crying a little bit. I was nervous as hell. Scared to the motherfuckers. I didn't know what the consequences of my motherfucking actions was going to be. Well, let me rephrase. I knew what the consequences of my, my actions was going to be. I was about to get fucked up when I got to the house. We pull up to the house. I start praying. I may not have much faith, faith in religion right now, but that day, nigga, I was a little Martin Luther King. Heavenly Father, name of Jesus, God, and sacred as heavenly Lord Jehovah, please uh, watch over and, and protect me as I walk through the valley of the shadow of ass whoopings and prepare to get fucked up in this situation. Lord, I know I'm about to get fucked up, but I know with you, I will be all right. I said with you, I will be all right. I sat there and prayed myself through so much bullshit from walking to the car to the upstairs of the apartment that I actually thought God had my back. And he did. Because when I got there, my mama had to go to the store. I had a little bit of a preview. So I'm sitting here in the house, happy as hell. God's trying to tell you something. Hey, God's trying to tell you something. All right, baby, God is trying to tell you something. Mm -hmm. Thinking my ass was caught until I heard her hit that damn door. It was like lightning. I, nigga, how the fuck she pulled off a belt to whoop my ass when she was wearing a skirt? I have no fucking idea, but she had a goddamn, no, she was in a dress with no belt on, and yet somewhere she pulled a belt off her ass and whooped the shit out of me. Actually, and let me take that back, she hit me three times. And then she left the room. I thought with that three-licked ass whooping, I was done, right? I'm like, oh, okay. It wasn't that bad, man. I, I took it like a, I took it like a G, God damn it. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. that bitch hit me all the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm okay. You think so? Oh, fuck. I caught a round two on that ass whooping. She went to the other room. She heard her cell phone ring. I caught four more motherfucking licks that hurt like hell. I don't think y'all ever had that. And I know y'all hear me saying four licks, but you don't understand. When my mother used to pull back from like Wrigley fucking field and swing forward to fucking Kyle Field, College Station, nigga, you gonna feel that shit. And it hurt like a motherfucker. My mother, however, she had an approach with me because, as y'all know, I had been abused before. Uh, actually, no, this was um, before the uh, abuse situation happened. Um, so, you know, it was, my mom was very touch and go with discipline me because of what I went through with that. And it hurt because that was really the reason why it hurt, you know. I hated I had to take the funny out of that, but it's true, you know. 
But my mother also sat me down. She talked to me. And she helped me understand why my father was doing what he did. And, you know, why she is is more comfortable with not having a business out in the street. And I, and I get that. And because of, of situations of people asking her questions about her personal affairs, and she shouldn't have to answer those questions, especially not to somebody that ain't nothing but more than a, a ex that you got a kid that you pissed out with. That's it. You know? He, you know, put me in that position. If you ever a parent to put your kid in that position, fuck you. You're a dickhead. You're a horrible parent. Be better. You don't need your baby to be a motherfucking eyewitness for your sorry ass. Okay? If she wanted to be with your bitch ass, she'd be there. There it is. But my mother's philosophy came from the notion of, of fear. Because she never knew what that information could have been done. My dad could have used that information and took me away from her and could have caused a lot of problems. He, he could have done some bad shit that I've seen people do to others, you know, in my life. He could have done some fucked up shit. He didn't. He was just being a no. He was being a nosy motherfucker, so he could try to get back in and get some ass. I know my dad. He wasn't trying to. This nigga wasn't trying to get me back. No, he was trying to get him to get my mama on her back. That's what the fuck he was on. I ain't stupid. Shit. Hell. Probably the only reason why he begged her ass not to have a damn abortion was that he'd always have an end to get some pussy with her ass. And that I would say that the fuck out loud to anybody, and I know y'all sitting here thinking this nigga is crazy. Baby, you ain't. You do not know. You do not motherfucking know, my nigga. For real. You have no idea. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Lord, I'm so mad at y'all right now. Put all our business out in the street. All our problems. And you sit here and kill an American and have the nerve and audacity to say you don't give a damn. I... I, I don't know what to do. I, I'm. I didn't know how to even approach this episode. I am literally shooting out of the hip because I. I it's. Mind you, I've I've come down a little bit on anger, but you know, twenty minutes of yelling, I, I can't do that shit. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's frightening to think that the color of my skin would stop somebody from wanting to be around me. I never would think for the life of me that it would never have anything to do with the content of my character. You know? You have no idea what I've been through. This person may not have no idea where I, where I come from. And rather you learn about me, rather you build an understanding about who I am as a human being, you would rather use hatred against me because of fear. That's frightening. That, that, that is, your fear is more scary than anything any of us can ever imagine. And between you and me, it's been shown through history. It's been shown through history. If you can associate with the Confederacy, you can also associate with being a, uh, basically committing treason to the United States of America. I'm tired of hearing about heritage. Shut the fuck up. Your heritage 
was an enemy to the United States of America. So if you believe in an enemy of the United States of America, you, my friend, are an enemy of the state. You are a treasonous, bitch-assed coward. Do you understand? Nazi Germany was an enemy of the state, an enemy of the United States of America. Hello, are you motherfuckers not hearing me? Can you hear me now, bitch? Enemy to the United States of America. You cannot call yourself an American. And believe in the confederacy. Ain't nobody ever told you to let dead things die. Let them go. Let them be. Let them folks rest. And go on about your day. Now. Niggas ain't ready for that shit. We, we, we got to go out and march on a statue. Riddle me this. Here, here, here's a good one for you. How many of you tiki torch carriers really think you to fit in with the Confederate Army? I'll wait. <laughs> if you would have showed up to a Ku Klux Klan meeting in 1952 with a tiki torch, they'd have probably beat your ass. They'd have beat your ass, drug you out in the woods, and hung you next to another nigga. Because you'd have been a dumbass nigga for showing up with that shit in the first place. That's the God honest truth. I can't say it no blunder than that. If you can't understand it better than I don't know what to tell you. All you Tiki Torch popcorn farts, you motherfuckers, y'all ain't nothing but the bitch of the alt-right. Okay? You are who the alt-right go to see to get their teeth clean. If you have an office left after you left that damn meeting. You are the motherfucker who's the manager of the grocery store. You keep your you should have kept your ass at work, at home with your kids, at home with your family, and let them real deal alt crazy motherfucking Nazi right motherfuckers. Let they broke asses with no jobs and no teeth and no experiences and no fucking clues or any goddamn experience with shit. Let they dumb asses go out in the street. But no, no. I kind of feel a setup was in play, too, because how the fuck did you have a guy who was damn near a doppelganger to another guy who was clear halfway across the motherfucking country, but yet the guy in the photo was wearing an Arkansas engineering T-shirt and the guy in Arkansas, who was an engineering professor, caught all kind of types of hell because of the ignorant motherfucker in Virginia Wearing an Arkansas t-shirt just so happened to look like that motherfucker in Arkansas 
This nigga at school trying to learn and be a nerd and not be fucked with. Now he got everybody coming here. You racist? But how the fuck can you be sitting around at your house? You chilling. You kicking it with your family. You probably smoking a joint. You could be getting your dick sucked. And the next thing you know, you go flipping through your phone. Hold on, honey. I'm about to come. And all of a sudden, you got somebody that jumped on your Facebook saying, Facebook page talking about you lousy motherfucker. Nigga, I'm getting a blowjob. What is you talking about? Hi, my lousy motherfucker. I'm getting my dick sucked. I sw- didn't ain't you my wife? Yeah, okay. So the bitch supposed to be here. What did I do wrong? I'm like that nigga in the car. The only difference is my <laughs> he was like me in the car. The difference is my ass was wrong. He wasn't wrong. He at the house getting the dick sucked. Another nigga got a damn tiki torch. Should be taking his ass to a family function. Instead, he got lost. And then walked his ass to start some shit with some people that ain't got shit to do with him over a statue that ain't worth a fuck. Emulating a person that ain't worth a fuck. Hmm. Everybody mad about this Confederate TV show that's supposed to come out on HBO. I've been hearing all the talk about it. I talked about it last week. My, my shit. Fam up in arms about this shit. But I want to see it. Because I want white folks to see the truth. The problem is, are they going to write it truthfully? If they want the truth, they need to come holler at your boy. They need to come fuck with your boy. If they want to really write a true depiction of how this shit's play out, if it don't play out for normal life right now, it ain't going to be right. Okay? Let me say that again. If you make the Confederacy show and it does not play out for depiction of normal life as it is right now, you don't even do it. Because, baby, ladies and gentlemen, for those that don't know, and I've said this before, we are all slaves. Okay? Each and every one of us. We are slaves to the system. We are slaves to the economy. We are slaves to bills. We are slaves to living and breathing. Because every time, every day that we live and breathe, our main objective is to go out and make money for another motherfucker. And that probably stands for a good 80, I say 80% of the country. You got to go out and make money for another motherfucker. Probably 90%. You having to go to work. Get your ass out of bed to go inconvenience for another son of a bitch. You watching this motherfucker not know how to do his job worth a shit. These motherfuckers change their rules more than they wipe their ass. And yet and still, you working for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Some some uh, cocksucker might say that might be your station in life. Baby, like any radio, you can change the motherfucking station. Okay? I am in the midst of I'm beating the shit out of the seat button as we speak, trying to find my motherfucking station. I don't want to have one station in life, bitch. We're going to have six, seven, ten stations in life while you bullshitting. Ain't going to be no damn station. My station is going to be one thing. The station that drop off motherfucking money and put that shit in my goddamn bank account. Cha-ching, nigga. You know, I, I, I've had a week to ponder about this. And if, I can't say it like that. Everybody got a kid in their neighborhood. If you live in a neighborhood, if you, you don't have children, okay. 
this 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 may not be for you, but I want you to look out your window. And I want you to uh, walk next time you're in a grocery store, next time you driving down the street and, and you pass the elementary school and you see a kid uh, a playground full of kids playing. Don't stop and stare at them, you sick bastard. Somebody gonna try to take your ass to jail. But just drive by and think to yourself. That's our future. Those are the people who are going to be making rules and making decisions in our future. Their minds are in a position right now where it's molding the way it is put together will deliver the very essence of who they are and who they will become. I come to you, ladies and gentlemen, today. If nothing else, fuck what you think. Fuck what anybody else say. Fuck what the bullshit has been trying to preach into your ear for so many years. Don't pass that bullshit on to our next generation. Let them be open-minded enough to make decisions on their own to say, yes, I will fuck you or no, you are a low-down piece of shit. But don't you dare let a motherfucker judge somebody simply because of their damn color. We got so much, man, you can be a worthless bastard. And they got worthless bastards of every motherfucking shape, color, creed, type, form, french fry, hamburger. I don't give a shit. All of them the fuck out there. We got motherfuckers out here finding time to find ways to attack our children. And yet we fighting in the street and killing innocent people over a statue. If you can find the common sense in that shit, nigga, call me and let me know. I I I I shit. Text, send me the guy. Email me the Joe Martha Show at gmail.com, bitch. I want to know where your common sense came into play. With this bullshit, I do not know. Hmm. You want to explain this shit to me, feel free to hit me on my Twitter DM, hit me on the Facebook DM. I don't give a fuck. Hit me on Instagram DM. But don't you dare. Don't you goddamn dare. Instill that bullshit into your child. You let your child grow up and you let them make their own decisions. You let them find out what a low-down bastard look like and let them decide if that low-down bastard is either worth shit or worth shining. It's only going to be one of the motherfucking two because nine times out of ten, half of us are low-down bastards any goddamn way. We just don't want to open our mouths and fucking admit it. What killed me was Chris Cantrell. I have a message for you, sir. You are without a shadow of a doubt one of the most worthless, low-down, shiftless-ass niggas I have ever seen in my entire life. And trust and believe, I know a thing or two about shiftless-ass niggas because there's shiftless-ass niggas that go out in the street, start shit, 
didn't want to back dough and come back home and think that the shit was just left out in the street. No, boo-boo. It's all over your motherfucking shoe, and you didn't track the clear up to the front of your goddamn stairs in your bathroom and your house. All of it, all that boo-boo is all over everywhere. On your damn floors, it's in your yard, it's on the walls, it's on the tiles, it's on the sheets. Your babies got shit in their hair because of the shit you started on that damn day. So don't you dare think you're going to sit here and try to get some goddamn, oh, I, I, I didn't think that that uh, the people was going to see that and, and think that of me. Motherfucker, it's motherfuckers that take pictures of cats all day long. They take them pictures and turn them pictures into fucking videos of fucking cats doing stupid shit all day long. And you think a motherfucker couldn't catch your dumb ass on the camera being a fucking toothless fucking racist? Shiftless ass, low down ass niggas. Getting on a damn car. I was fighting for what I believed in. I thought I was doing the right thing, which the problem was, bitch, you didn't think. If you would have thought something would have came into your head and said, self, maybe this ain't a good goddamn idea. Maybe. This ain't the wisest thing to do. Maybe, just maybe, there's a better way of handling this situation and completely showing myself to the world as an asshole and a low-down, shiftless-ass nigga. But what did he do? He took the shiftless-ass nigga route. And here we are. It's a whole bunch of protesters. Richard Spencer's shiftless ass nigga. Richard Spencer ain't even a shiftless ass nigga. He goes a level down from a shiftless ass nigga because a level down from a shiftless ass nigga is a bitch ass nigga. Because that bitch ass nigga would run from a motherfucking fight and still would start a fight, run from the fight, and then want to cry about the repercussions of the motherfucking fight because all of that shit come back on your permitted ass. You dumb bastard. You start all of that shit for no motherfucking reason. You didn't think it was going to be no damn repercussions. Oh, boo-boo. Oh, honey. Did nobody not tell you that when you do stupid shit, it's going to have repercussions? You want to know who you should ask for that? Black folks. We show no. Every time we do some stupid shit, we get the full extent of the motherfucking law. Tell me how. A kid get caught with a joint and get five years. A teacher fucking a student gets six months. I. This is the America we live in. Kid gets six months for for raping an unconscious human being behind a trash dumpster in a college university, and all this motherfucker got was six months, and he got out three months early for good behavior. And that's it. That's it. I don't give a fuck about probation. Fuck you, bitch. You free. That ain't jail. That ain't justice. Damn sure ain't justice. Judge gonna sit in and say, well, I didn't feel it was right to ruin this young man's life. Meanwhile, let me take my black ass in there with a, with, with, with a, a half a gram of weed and see what happened. They gonna be ready to throw my black ass under the fullest extent of the fucking law. How the fuck you gonna throw me in a jail for weed and I was out of weed trying to get more weed? That's only why I only had a half a gram of weed. I don't have weed. Nigga, technically, if you got a half a gram of weed, you ain't got some weed, bitch. You out of weed. 
You should have been calling your damn weed dealer like eight fucking grams ago, getting this nigga on the phone. Say, bro, I need some more killer, dog. And re-up, if you're a responsible smoker, you ain't supposed to get yourself down to a half a goddamn gram of weed, you irresponsible fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was funny. But no. Ladies and gentlemen, look. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. I'm not angry. I'm disturbed. And I'm really, really wondering what's going on in our world and what is it going to take for us to come together and be human beings. Back in Houston a few weeks ago, and I'm about to drop these three episodes back to back to back for you guys. Me, uh, B-Rob, and Foxy, we sat around and just had a funny, fun-filled conversation. Three people, common ideas, different walks of life, just being people. I really want you guys to check this out because it was it was very very fun. I I I had a great fucking time with those two. You know, and it's going to build a bond that's going to last. I hope for for many a year to come, you know? I really truly do. And all we did was sat down and talked. If anybody ever want to have a conversation with a black man because you confused, if you a white person that has a thought in your mind that think all niggas ain't shit, come to me. Let me help you. If you are one of those people that are in fear of black people simply because of what you've seen on TV or BET or hearing rap music, come to me. Let me help you. I don't mind. I do it for free. That could be a free service to simply wipe out years of Years of stupidity in five minutes. I could change your whole way of thinking. Simply by meeting somebody like me. Listen to my show, man. We ain't all what you think. Y'all ain't all what we think. Black folks, you want to learn something about white folks? Let me let you in on a little secret talk to them. Ain't that damn bad. Okay? I know more niggas with these trigger fingers than I do white folks, and that's real. But I know more white folks as ignorant simply off of complexity than it is actually the soul of a person. Then again, I know niggas that don't give a damn about the soul of a person. They all ain't trying to get ahead. See, it's always going to be a motherfucking problem somewhere. The problem is we can't cause more problems, babies. We got to make solutions. We have to come to resolutions. We have to make the problem the cause not have the effect of more problems but in fact have the effect of solution okay this ain't science this ain't math this ain't history it's human fucking nature folks you're not gonna hear this in a book this should all be engraved in all of us this is not something that was taught to me. I did not have to learn to be a human being. I had to learn to use my own mind and use my own ideas to come to situations to think for myself, guys. There's not enough self-thinking because if you were a true self-thinking person, you would have told yourself, me being seen, outside in public at a racist event knowing that it's going to piss people off. Do you know how many of them motherfuckers got seen out there Friday night and had to go answer to a black boss Monday morning? 
You motherfuckers didn't think. Nowhere near. What the fuck? Ladies and gentlemen, change has got to begin and it's coming. Oh, don't be scared. Don't worry. I'm warning though. I'm trying to be nice to those that was that was being stupid that day because what they don't know is that a revolution is coming. This side shit ain't going to be no more damn sides. We either going to come together as one. And for those that don't want to come together as one, you won't be our opposition. You will be massacred. And by mascot, I don't mean by killed. I mean more like, you know, put away, maybe putting some training, giving a book or two, you know, maybe a saltine cracker and some soda. Calm your dumb ass down. Put you on maybe a little, maybe a Xanax subscription or something. Jesus Christ. Because, you know, some of y'all get so goddamn angry for stupid shit. I didn't heard white folks get mad about niggas doing some shit and they don't even never met a nigga in their life. Let me let you in on a little secret, white, like white people. If you... <laughs> If you are more mad at an average nigga than you are at people who have fucked you over, you are the problem. Okay? And I know you have plenty of people in your life that has fucked you over. So the next time you want to think it's wise to march your dumb ass out in the street and think that, oh, I'm going to stand up to my rights for a statue in a city that I don't even fucking live in. Wasn't about a statue, it was about a shit show, and y'all asses was the shit. You showed the worst of ourselves, and then you also took one of our own with us. With when I saw that car driving to that crowd of people, I didn't know what to, I, 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 you know, it's hard to comprehend fuckery. Some doses of fuckery come, come lightly. Some come heavier than a motherfucker. This shit last weekend came heavier than a motherfucker. I am sorry to all the children and to all the people, the, the, the sensitive people, because there are sensitive people in this world, and I know there's always going to be some punk motherfucker that's going to want to say, oh, if you're too sensitive, you probably need to go there to that and that. Fuck you, bitch. I dare you to say that shit to me. There are people who really were affected by this last fucking weekend, and they weren't even there. Simply having to see the ideal and the notion that this country ain't shit. Everything they believed in ain't shit. We still going back to the fucking 50s and 40s and 30s and 20s in our mentality because all we want to do is be jack fucking shit. To those people, I say to you, you are not alone. It's not as bad as you think it is, babies. It's true or not. There are a lot more people out here that's got a hell of a lot more love in their heart than there ever will be one city or one town or one event. You can't tell me about how bad Charlottesville was when you tell me how many preseason football games went off without a hitch with people of all different races and all different colors and all different creeds coming together. You can't tell me about how bad Charlottesville was when that tent city down in Houston, I have not heard no reports or no noise about people fighting in the streets or, 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 or people being hurt or being maimed. Them people out there trying to find a way the best they can and they're doing it together. You can't tell me about how bad Charlottesville was when after the day after Charlottesville, the Sunday, the Monday morning after Charlottesville, I had to go to work with 
two white men and work a host of customers of a Caucasian flavor and all of them loved and respected and enjoyed my presence. You can't tell me it's that bad. It's not that bad, babies. You can't tell me it's that bad when I go to the grocery store and I get yes sir and no sir and, and, and treat it like a human being. You cannot tell me it is that bad. Do not believe the hype. Do not believe the bullshit. Certainly don't believe no cocksucker in an orange suit just because that motherfucker happened to be a president and just happened to have a job title. Right now, the president of the United States ain't nothing but a fucking job title. Donald John Trump, I promise to fucking, I hope to God your ass get thrown under a fucking prison here real goddamn soon. I really, really hope your ass is put in jail very soon. I hope you know that from the bottom of my heart. That's the kiss for you, my friend. I hope your ass burn in hell. Because you ain't shit. You don't support the motherfuckers that you're supposed to support. And you don't support the motherfuckers that you should. Only thing your ass support is a motherfucking bills in your goddamn pocket. And you show right. You have the right to be that way, sir. But guess what? I also have the right to tell you to go get fucked in the ass with a goddamn rhinoceros dick. I hate this show had to be the way it was. I really do. And as I sit here and talk right now, I, I, I'm scared to look on Twitter and I'm scared to look on Facebook just to see that maybe just maybe these events may be happening all over again. All I can do is hope, fight, and pray that the people that, the, the people that are choosing to stay outside of this are simply looking. If, if, if you are looking outside of this with somebody else, and you see this ignorance going on, and they see this ignorance going on, and even though you guys may be on separate paths, start a conversation. Let's not yell. Let's not get angry. Start a conversation. Talk. Learn about each other and the reason why way, the reason why we look at things the way we do. Look at the way we were raised. Raised. Look at the way we were brought up. All of our traits come from those come from our beginnings. And maybe, just maybe, we can start getting some understanding in this world. And really start spreading the love that is needed so, so much right now. My name is Joe Moffat. This is the Joe Moffat Show. As I mentioned earlier, we have been picked up by uh, iHeartRadio. Um, I'm going to go ahead and announce it now. Effective September 1st, we will be uh, broadcasting on Spreaker. Uh, well, no, take it back. We will be broadcasting and downloading all of our content to iHeartRadio. Um, we will still be keeping some content and new episodes on SoundCloud, but I, all of the, the previous episodes will not be available um, on iHeartRadio in, in, in the next couple of weeks. I, and I do want to take the time to say this. I want to thank my wife and my kids because this is huge for me. You know, I, I don't. I started this out of fear because I didn't know what. I knew something was about to change, but I didn't know what direction it was going to go in. All I knew was is that I needed something to make me feel like I owned it, that it was mine and I could grow it and I could make it 
big and make it strong and make it amazing. I went a whole month without doing a show and you guys have pushed me to more to numbers higher than I've ever reached. You know how amazing that is to watch my baby be self-sufficient? I didn't have to do a thing but a couple of promos here and there. That's it. That's amazing. And it's because of, of all of you. It's because of my family. It's because of the people around me. DJ, man, I can't begin to thank you. You came out of nowhere for no pay. I ain't gay that nigga shit. But my homie look after me. You and Luis, man, and even Z. <laughs> Z can't even listen to my show, but I'm shouting his little ass out too. I, I love all of you guys, man. And, and, I, and I thank you for helping the Joe Moffat show become what it is. I'm emceeing a blues festival November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The dream is coming reality, guys. It's coming. I told you. Push here, push there. We'll see greatness. And the greatness is coming slowly but surely. Okay? I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. No, this one isn't going for a full hour because I'm dropping three hours of content from our show that we recorded in Houston that is coming up. I will be getting out starting tomorrow, Sunday, and either either tomorrow, Monday, and Tuesday, or tomorrow, Sunday, and Tuesday. But I want to put one out Tuesday, not all three of them in a row. But... Again, I do want to thank you guys for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. I love you all to death. Please, please. I'm not saying you got to fuck, but love each other. Like each other. Nigga, tolerate each other to, for a few seconds and go on about your business. But don't you dare sit here and be like, I just, I hate somebody because of the way they look. You hate, cause, hate somebody because of the complexion of their skin because you hating them for some shit they can't control. The next time you walk out of a store and call a nigga a nigga and that nigga name ain't on the door, remember you just called the wrong nigga a nigga, okay? Think about that shit before you do it. And on that note, I love you guys and I'm out this way.